Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. Whenever I celebrate the Feast of the Assumption of Mary into Heaven, as we did as a church this past Saturday, I know that the end of summer is very near. Ever since I was a child, there was a sense that that feast day marked the end of summer and the resumption of what we might call regular life. Obviously, I lived at a time when you spoke of a vacation and you always meant July and August. But the seasonal possession of the Feast of the Assumption places it very firmly, I think, in our natural cycle. Usually around the Feast of the Assumption, we used to begin to hear the cicadas announcing the coming of autumn. We began to notice that the time of daylight was getting shorter. We knew that within the house there was an intensity of what my mother and grandmother called putting up the products of summer. That is canning, making jam, storing fruits. And in fact, at that time, we lived according to the seasonality of many of the fruits and vegetables that we ate. And uh, my mother was an expert at putting them up, at canning them, preserving them. The last item we did was pick the potatoes and put them in the bend in the fruit cellar. And that really announced that summer was good and properly over because we usually went after the first frost to pick up the potatoes. But it was also after August 15th, the preparation for a new school year. We would get our new books, pencils, pads, and we would realize that the last chance to celebrate a vacation was Labor Day, and we would begin again. Now, this year, because of the pandemic, I have no idea what the new school year is going to look like. We live in a very uncertain time, and we are out of joint even with natural cycles because of it. I doubt whether a great many people still put up fruits and vegetables. But there was always a sense of the richness and goodness of the summer, which would prepare us for the winter when we got down to some very serious thinking in a new school year and I think just simply in our work. So how will the process of the beginning of a new year in an academic sense look like? I wouldn't even venture a time because I, I know that as a teacher it is extraordinarily difficult to teach adequately outside of a classroom. And although our use of technology can be a stopgap measure, it can be no long-term substitute for education. But these thoughts led me to take a, a second look at the Feast of the Assumption. 
and a realization that it does touch upon the times in which we are living. For I think that Christians now begin to understand more deeply why the scriptures, and especially the apostles, would tell us, here we have no lasting city. Obviously, in these uncertain times, we've seen so many rapid chains, we wonder sometimes what is lasting and what is not. In the Assumption, what we celebrate is both an end and a beginning. The earthly life of our Blessed Mother ended. Now, there, there was long a debate, and it has never really been settled, whether Mary experienced a true death, natural death, or whether, in fact, at that moment she was snatched up into heaven. But it was the end of earthly existence, but it was a beginning of eternity for her. And all of our life is an end and a beginning. Even in the most difficult times, we come to realize that nothing that occurs in this earthly world is ever the end of the story, including death itself. And in the Assumption, we see in Mary the fulfillment of all of the promises of Christ. In Mary, sin was turned back in her Immaculate Conception, as it is in our baptism. In Mary, we see the fulfillment of our earthly existence and the glorification of her body. And we, too, being faithful to Christ, will become part of that glorification. So, in thinking of this at the end of this summer, it might be important to consider maybe once again, but certainly more deeply, why we are here and where we are going. And that is why the Catholic faith gives such honor and veneration to our Blessed Mother. For in Mary we see not only the fulfillment of all of the promises of Christ, but we see Mary's willingness to accept all that Christ had called her to do, not because the promises would be fulfilled, but because she was going to be loyal to Christ and had faith in his word. And we ask ourselves, are we open to that word that comes to us, especially in troubling times? Do we hear Christ? Do we see him present? And do we trust him? We also see in Mary the true disciple. And we are called to imitate her faithfulness, her discipleship, in order to attain the fulfillment of the promises of Christ to ourselves. And of course, in times of difficulty, we often ask ourselves, where do we find a settled place upon which to stand secure when everything seems to change so rapidly, the unexpected causes such extraordinary disruption. 
Where do we find that stable place on which to stand? Well, Mary took it in her utter trust and faith in God. And that realization that when she did the will of God, all would be well and life would be assured. I think in our own time, in our difficult time, it is really a moment for us to practice more intensely the virtues of our faith. The virtues that are given to us by the Holy Spirit of faith, hope, and love, but also the virtues that were given to us by our very nature. Prudence, justice, compassion, courage, temperance. But that virtue of charity, that sense of loving God as reflected in our neighbor, is important for us uh, today to take care not only for ourselves but for others. And practicing these virtues, to remain steadfast in our trust, to realize that hope is a powerful virtue in Christian life, understanding that when all is said and done, Christ will be victorious. So we live day to day in great hope, some little joy, a sense of the opportunities given to us to renew our spirit, our life, our soul, and even our relationships. Perhaps at a distance we would find difficult, but yet still there. And we live in that faith that, as Jesus promised, he would be with us until the end of the ages. I hope your summer was good, fruitful. I pray that the fall be even better. And perhaps in the winter, we will be covered with a blanket of renewal and allow our roots to take fresh depth. 